It's a big week when RHAP is on the road in Chicago. Check out my live show from Chicago. That's going to be up on Thursday, Wednesday night. Shannon Gus is going to be live with you with Kelly Wentworth after Survivor. And we preview the Dondi finale with Dealer No Deal Island host Joe Manganiello all right here on RHAP. We know reality TV. Coming to you live from my apartment, it's Rob Has a Podcast. And now, here's a guy who would love to break up with Red and Cameron permanently. I'm Rob's sister, Nino. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to our Wednesday night veto episode of Big Brother. And we've got a fun recap here for you tonight. Uh, Let's say hello to the panel. Back with us, of course, the... Voice of the people, it's Melissa Denny. Melissa, how are you? I'm doing great. Last night's roundtable was very cathartic. Uh, if you didn't yes. already catch it, I certainly had a lot to say. Uh, and so, yeah, this is was a great episode, and I'm excited. I, I definitely have more to say, so, you know, I'm very much looking forward to talking okay. about this. Okay, looking episode. forward to hearing it. Of course, uh, <laughs> back with us, very excited to have back my co-host on the Suits Yourself Daily Suits Rewatch podcast. Here he is. It's Chappelle. Chappelle, how are you? Rob, I'm a little confused. This episode really didn't make sense to me. It's kind of like, you know, wiping before you poop. So yeah, I'm happy yeah, to be here. Yep. Yep. Gotta I got to sh- make some, I got to make sense of some things today. Okay. Get sh- make sure you have that in the right order. In the toilet. Yeah. Yeah. In the toilet. It's look, it's tough to keep up with that sometimes, you know? I almost canceled the recap tonight when I heard about that. Uh, it's almost like wiping before you poop. Why is that? Why did that want to cancel it? What's happened? What's wrong? Come on. Are you okay? Talk Come on. Come on. No, it's okay. Tell me what's wrong. Yeah. What are we do? What are we doing? What are we doing no. here? Yeah. No, it's Rob. Did something go wrong between us? Is if is everything okay? Between us? No, we're good. Yeah, I reckon that something went wrong. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. I reckon you have to put it uh, on. Yeah, ice. I guess Chappelle broke up with me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. About time. Yeah. All right, and then we're so excited to have back here with us, uh, making his umpteenth appearance here on the recap. It's the winner of Big Brother 15, Andy Heron. Hi, Rob, and I'm Melissa Heisenfall. It is a pleasure to be here. I'm Happy. So excited. 10 year anniversary? Yes, 10 years. Can you believe it? Yeah. Oh my gosh. I know, I Almost know. to the day. We're closing in. We're, we're what, like three yeah. weeks away? September 18th. Well, I mean, it's not like I remember. Yes. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> well, congratulations again, Andy, and happy to have you here. Andy, how have you been? I have been so good. Um, I guess my only big update is I got a cat who I literally like clockwork. Yep. Perfect. Um, <laughs> Um, and did that did that it, cat on the screen make <laughs> Melissa's dogs bark? Um, <laughs> okay. Because it was like the, the cat walked across the screen into Melissa's yeah. house. The dog was like, hell no, not on my watch. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I got I got Andy Jr., my cat, and he will be making multiple appearances throughout the podcast, I'm sure. That's really about the chat it. Chat loves it, Andy. So. I'm old and boring, which is great. So yeah. Okay. Well, very happy to have you back here yes. with us to talk about some uh, BB25. As we saw, Jag as the replacement nominee. And in just 24 hours from now, we will find out if he is but a pawn or if he does go home. So uh, we will talk about that on Thursday night. But we have a, a veto episode to discuss here tonight. Uh, 
Chappelle, how are you feeling after this episode? I told you, it's a little confusing because there was a lot of content that was uh, kind of altered to make the show make sense, but it doesn't really make sense with what we've been watching on the live feeds. Yeah. And even, you know, previous episodes, uh, one of the things that I am very upset about is Jag. I, I do like the guy. I know we've all been pulling for Jag, uh, but this final scene, you know, where they have this meeting of the seven deadly sins, it really did a lot to rehabilitate Jag's image in my eyes mm-hmm. because I know the real Jag. This this show is not giving you the real Jag. This this Jag is like, oh, I I, I trust my alliance and all this other stuff or whatever, and this, that, and other, and I guess I'll agree to be a pawn. He did not agree to be a pawn. They pushed him up there, and they are playing with this man's life in the game, and he is letting them rob. It's so upsetting. I, yeah. I wanted more for this man, but I'm sorry. He just don't got it in him, y'all. Andy, I saw your tweet from earlier tonight about uh, Jag is uh, like the nicest guy ever, but sure. not not good at the game. No, I mean, it's it's really wild that he was blindsided with a 10 to 0 vote and then just went in and was like, well, I guess I'm still going to work with these people. I mean, it's it, and then he gets so close to I, I feel like I can't remember who said it and I want to give them credit, but I don't remember. It's like he wakes up every morning and his brain erases itself and he gets so close to figuring things out, but then just doesn't. Mm-hmm. Um, like I, I, he, he's been very frustrating yeah, to watch. Sh- because, like, should he said, get like post-its, like memento? Like, I know. Yes. like, well, you're not allowed to write anything in the big mm. brother house. I wrote my name in dust once and got yelled at. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Jag is very, it's so disappointing because yeah. you see him come so close to figuring it out and even figuring it out with yep. blue in his conversation being like, oh my God, Ceri's controlling everything. Yeah. And then to just like rewind as if that never happened and feel like he has to prove his loyalty. Well, yeah. let me just say, what about like in fairness to Jag? Okay. A sentence no. I didn't think I was going to say this week. Okay. <laughs> even if he did figure everything out. Okay. If he had the live feeds, if he knew everything we knew, could he do anything? Who would he go to? Who could he Rob, gather? Right. I mean, Rob, his Rob, number Rob. one ally here in this episode, that the person that we saw him come back into the house, like blue. Okay. We've got everything clocked. We get her like, okay, this plan is perfect. I'm going to have Jag go up on the block as a pawn. It's perfect. It will build trust with the other side. Like even the people that he could be working with, it would not work. No, I was expecting to see a diary room of blue being like, yeah, I know this. He's going to go. Like, I thought she knew at that point and mm-hmm. was like just throwing him out there. No. But it turns out no. she, she was helping. Thought she was, yeah. She thought, oh, this will prove his loyalty. But also, why does she feel like he needs to prove his loyalty to that group? She knows what happened. She knows they were going to vote him out that and they did vote him out. And they even talked about it afterwards. Like, we can't trust them. And now she's saying he has to prove his loyalty to them. Like, none of it makes any sense. No. I mean, even Sari, who is, like, absolutely the best player in the house, her diary room I thought was so funny where she was like, well, I really wanted to keep him, but then I realized that by keeping him, he's going to be mad. And it's just like, what are you talking about? Why did you keep him? Yes. Yeah. And also, it was funny that she said in that diary room where she said, uh, we voted him out 10 to 0. I would not trust anyone no, in the house no. after coming back. And then to see Jag being like, I trust these guys. It's like, ah, they right. were like Sari. Yes. <laughs> That's the part. That's the part that gets me. If if Jag was doing everything in the house the exact same way and getting in the diary room and being like, when I get a chance to get these people, right. I'm, yes. them, I'm gonna kill them. That's all I needed was Jag to come in and say, they voted no. me out 10 zip. I have little wiggle room. Like you said, Rob, what can he really do? But if I get a chance, I'm tearing this 
apart. Mm-hmm. And he does I, it. He's like, I guess I just got to be loyal to all the people who voted me out. Oopsie. I truly don't understand the people that just like lay down and die and accept their fate in there. If I had been cornered or if I knew that I was in danger, I would have done absolutely anything that I could have to say. I would have like made up lies about people. I would have tried to get like so distrust between other people. It's crazy to me when people do not go down swinging. In my live speech on Thursday night, I would be doing every, I would be throwing people under the bus. I would be doing everything I could, even though I know it doesn't make that big of a difference, but it's just wild to me when someone's like, eh, I guess I have to trust them, even though I, they voted me on 10 to one. 10 yeah, to zero. Well. Or 10 to zero, sorry. <laughs> he didn't even, he's never even gotten a vote does not give me a victim. One vote. Yeah. The, the coolest thing about having Andy here is that Andy, like us, has to pretend like what it would look like to see how it would feel to be in danger and be brother. We're like, if I, if I was ever on the block about to go home, this is what <laughs> no, I might do. In my friends do a like Chicago Big Brother where they'll like rent a house and over the course of three days they will play Big Brother. And I've played twice. That's so once I, like I should be voted out first every time I play and I was voted out first once. But another time I won the first head of household, so I couldn't be voted out first. And I got my hooks in people and I got like sixth place. But I when I got sixth place, someone convinced my number one ally who was actually who I was actually very loyal to to turn on me. And I went down swinging, honey. Like I truly like would not stop until I was finally evicted. And everybody was like, well, we've never seen this. And I was like, yeah, you didn't have to see it when I was on the actual show. Like, Sir, you actually won the game before? Leave us alone. Right. (laughs) Everybody was like, everybody was like, shut up, you're out. Like, Yeah, Andy, I was talking about the other night how I just was like really amazed that Suri has an alliance with every single person in the house. There's like not one person who could win the HOH where that she doesn't have something going with them. Well, I, I know that there is the famous confessional where everybody is talking about how they feel good with you. But was there a point when you had an alliance like at this point in the game with every single person in the house? Oh, yeah. I mean, my, my I've said this in interviews. My goal was I truly thought I would be like, what can I do so that no matter who wins HOH this upcoming week, absolutely nobody will target me. And it's like I was insulated where like people knew who I was working with, but I worked with people that were bigger targets. And so it's like, even if someone, but it's, and it's like duos of bigger targets. So even if someone wanted to target that duo and one member of that duo won veto, I still was covered. And yeah, I just, there were multiple weeks where I knew that no matter what I was fine. Okay. Let's talk about the bulk of this episode, which had a lot to do about America and uh, the possible replacement nomination and Jared's feelings about America. Now, Melissa, I know you feel very strongly about this. What did the episode get right? And what did the episode get wrong about this in terms of what we saw tonight? I think the episode did a fairly good job of showing, you know, how everything was going down. But I feel like I was waiting to see. So when Corey tells Jared that America is going to target Suri and that side, I was hoping to hear Diary Room of Jared saying, like, I guess I was hoping to see Diary Room of Jared saying that that's not good for him, which we did. But then I was hoping to see Diary Room from Corey being like, well, why does he care? And then I just feel like I, it was like, oh, Jared's why just does being he care dumb about and what? he doesn't want to see. Why does he care so much that those people would be targeted later on down the line by America? Mm-hmm. Like, clearly, to me, it's like you put the pieces together and you start to realize, like, wait, 
I'm not Jared's number one ally. Like, and Jared even said Corey's number four. So me, like, I guess Corey started to think about it and started to be like, hmm, that makes me suspicious. But there wasn't like a, wait, why do you care that, like, cause then Jared tells America that, you know, I can't have you targeting those people. That's not good for me. America tells Corey, Corey's like, hmm, I guess maybe we're not as close, but it needs to be like, wait a second. What does, what does he have with them that he doesn't have with me? Cause supposedly we're all in an alliance together. He thinks they're in a group alliance. Yeah. Am I making sense? The point is, is that I wish I'd heard more from Corey, like yeah. wanting to turn on Jared. Because I Well, wasn't- no, we are the opposite from Corey. It seemed like that we saw right. Corey talking about how Jared is my number one. And I'm not sure if those were old confessionals or not, but that right. was, that was pretty eye opening no, to think, me. I think that's real. Like, I mean, as far as I can tell, that's real. I was hoping that he kept telling Jared, like, you're my number one, you're my number one to make Jared believe it. But really he had no intention of working with Jared, it does seem to me that he really does believe that Jared is his number one, which like he's the worst number one. He's (laughs) never acting in your interest. He's never listening to you. You can never have a conversation with him. He's just doing whatever he wants. I I like Corey and I think Corey's smart, but when I was watching that tonight, I was just like, it's week four. Why are you tethering your horse or your rope to this horse? I do not understand that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I thought, and look, I, I love Corey also, uh, but I thought this was maybe Corey's worst episode tonight. It wasn't great. It wasn't great because, um, like, we see the flaw in Corey's plan here is that Jared looks at him as like a little brother. Terrence talked about it on the live feed, you know, ad nauseum, mm-hmm. but he does look at him like a little brother. And so when Jared uh, is confronted with information from him, he doesn't take him seriously. He's like, I'm the more strategic, you know, older brother. So when I tell you these things, you're supposed to just understand them and go along mm-hmm. with it. Um, that's not Corey. And so when Corey pushes back, it really shows him arguing with somebody who would take him up to a final four, but also who we see that Corey is saying, oh no, this is one of my final twos potentially. I will give him some credit though. I mean, he does point out that eventually he's going to start looking at America as probably a more viable option. But, you know, having Jared as like 1A and America as 1B does not look great when you have Jared in the <laughs> You're number four in my life. And yeah. so that's probably why it looks so bad. But- I do not understand the logic of like, I can understand why he might want to like, sort of like say this distance between him and America, but why would he tell, why would he tell Jared that, okay, well, if America wins HOH, she's going to go after Suri and Izzy and Felicia, which are things that America actually has said in confidence. Why would, why would he be saying that to Jared? It doesn't make any sense. Because he thinks one. Jared is self-interested. He doesn't realize that there's a connection between right. Jared and Suri that's mm-hmm. so deep. And then Izzy, you know, tangentially that's so deep because he thinks that Jared should be wanting to get rid of those people. Like he should want someone to do the dirty work <sighs> yeah. for him, which is get rid of your mm-hmm. other allies down the line. Yeah. But, you know, he doesn't, he's just not seeing that that's, they're too close. Mm-hmm. But which is it, Jared? Are you worried that America is going to win HOH and put these people on the block or that America doesn't win anything because she's throwing all the competitions? Which is it? Pick a lane. Mm, yeah, it was just a convenient excuse. It doesn't excuse. make sense. No, mm-hmm. Yeah. It was a convenient got- excuse for him to tirade around the house. You know, like, yes. I need her out because of this. 
when we all, if you've been watching the feeds, you know why they really don't like America. You know, she she's a woman and she and she be moving her hips and she fast. <laughs> you know, like that's the kind of shit they be saying about her on the feeds. And then like you have to, you know, dress it up for the, the show and say, oh, no, it's because she's throwing competition. She stood up there for 14 hours. You stood mm-hmm. up there for 14 minutes, boy. If you yeah. don't sit down somewhere. That was that was a great confessional from yes. her. Yes. Yeah. Her DR was so yes, good. That was when great. she's like, you like you got got out as soon as the lights turned off. I yeah. loved America this episode. She, she this was a great job. America yeah. episode. Mm-hmm. I really do think that just from like sort of like a meta perspective, like I really do think that production is really building up America, that I think that they really do like her. And I think that I see like some parallels, uh, you know, it's certainly, you know, different scenarios, but in in the Taylor story that we had from last season where a woman was facing a lot of adversity in the house. This is different adversity that America is facing. But I do feel like that you have this like one versus the house story that I do feel like the audience responds very favorably to. I think the producers understand this. And I do feel like that they are giving America more and more and that they feel like she could be a real fan favorite. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think that part of the problem is is that production doesn't want to show, and and I think they had this similar issue with Taylor, where they didn't want to necessarily show until they had to, you know, the the struggles that they were going through in the house, like you know, America with Cam and Red and Jared and everybody else, like you know, um, it, it's not. I, I think they don't really want to show that yet if they I think they don't want to show that ever if they don't have to. And so they're hoping that it can just be a narrative about like, oh, people want America out of the house and she'll, you know, hopefully pull through and win. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did think it was interesting that we brought back the pressure cooker of it all because, that you know, I, I thought that, you know, and I hope I, you know, don't get too much heat for saying that I I actually saw some logic in one thing that Jared was saying in that she took the deal from Cam. And it seemed like that that's what his whole uh, point was that, okay, she was in the pressure cooker with just him. She took a deal from Cameron. So I don't think it was necessarily like that. Okay. Well, she's like, uh, she's throwing the, the comps, but like, I do feel like that if there is some concern, she's working with Cam, then I can understand why that still stands out as something that is a big red flag with America that she, this was, we wanted to get Cameron out of the house and she took a deal from him. He became the HOH. And ultimately, it's a good thing that my mom was able to manipulate the hell out of him. Otherwise, we could have had real problems that week. Mm-hmm. It's a fair assessment. Yeah. You know, um, if you think you're in danger and she says, yeah, I just gave the guy who, you, who you know, is targeting you, the HOH, have fun this week. Then yeah, you're like, well, why do I need you? you? The one time you were supposed to have my back, you made a deal for you and Corey. So you can go. I get that part. It's just that the show is making it seem like he's making, uh, well, they're making a bigger uh, mountain out of this than it should be. You know, saying, oh, you throw too many challenges. When you're talking to Corey about America throwing challenges, I can't do anything but laugh because Corey has thrown every challenge. Right. Mm-hmm. He legit has thrown every last one of them. So what are you talking about exactly? Um, Corey would have left your ass to dry too, but it's fine. You know, um, the show gave us what the show gave us. But I do see your point that there is some merit to not being able to use her. And it's not like Jared has some huge, great read on her. He just happens to, like, you know, hit the broken clock thing. You know, he's right this time. But in general, he probably would have been wrong. Right. I think, though, part of the problem is is that they think she's working with Cam because Cam 
likes her or like, Mm -hmm. and she is like flirting with him, even though she's obviously not. And she's creeped out by him, but like, they think that, Oh, they must be working together because she's a woman and she's he's into her. So that means they're together. And like, it's, it's that coupled with the whole deal thing. But I think they are using the deal thing as like Chappelle said, like more of the issue, even when it's not, um, I, and I feel like the fact that someone takes a deal though, like even if that was the main reason for them wanting to target her, it doesn't really make sense because that just means that they're like easily influenced. Like, I mean, I would be like, Oh, that's good. It means she doesn't, I would want people to throw competitions. Like, I mean, it's not like Jared and America are in an alliance together, working together. Like if, if they're not working together, if you would want someone to throw competitions, cause that would mean that they could just like, be easily evicted or easily swayed or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. It, to me, it doesn't ring true. To go back to Corey, I just am really surprised at how much stock Corey seems to be putting into the Jared relationship to the point where it makes it seem like that he has Jared as more of a priority than America. I think that it's wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's really like it, I think the episode is wrong or Corey is wrong. Oh no, I think Corey's wrong to yeah, do I think that. Yeah, Corey's wrong. I think like I think I think at this point he is starting to I think he wanted Jared to be his number one, but I think the more he tries to work with Jared, the more frustrated he gets. And so the more he he thinks, okay, maybe America's my better choice, which she is. Um, and I think under a normal season, maybe Jared would make sense as like as a number one because he'd be playing more self-interested and there wouldn't be this automatic relationship between him and Suri and Izzy. So I think like he would be more of a free agent and more looking out for himself and more interested in possibly taking a shot at Suri. But obviously that's not the case here. Corey doesn't know that. And so he thinks Jared's a great number one ally, even though he's definitely not. I mean, I also, I think it's really risky. I mean, like, I think that very early, like night one, even like couple day, like beginning alliances are always really risky because you don't know these people yet. Like, I really was a big proponent of just sitting back and waiting and seeing who I gelled with. And then after like a week being like, okay, we like each other, let's do this. It's like when you pick an ally right away, you run the risk of hating them. And I I don't understand the point of like really tethering your like like horse to that wagon this early. But I mean, we'll see. I think Corey's smart, but I don't know. I, I was surprised by all of the stock that he had in Jared tonight. Yeah, well, listen, well, I'll defend him a little bit, Rob. Okay. Um, Corey, so Corey's number one is Jared, who we know is ingratiated in the house. Um, his other option would be America, who we know is not ingratiated right, in the house. Right. So it's kind of like, why would he hitch his wagon to someone who's on the outside alliance? If you think about it, uh, Riley, she was aligned with. Jag, she was aligned with. Uh, these people are going out of the house. They might be coming back in, but they're going back out of the house. They thought she was aligned with uh, Cameron and Matt to an extent. Matt has ditched her. You know, like, you, you're hitching your wagon onto someone who doesn't have any other ties. Yeah. So at least if you could get to Jared, that could keep you with Sari and Izzy. If you latch onto America as your number one, you just right. got America. I guess like it just I don't think either one is a great number one. Not and great. that's why I'm just Not like, great. like Corey, Corey's <laughs> smart. I'm just like, mm, I I just think like both of those relationships are they're surprising to me that he would choose both of those people, but it is what it is. Yeah, yeah. I also think like 
I think working with Jared is not a problem. I think telling Jared you're my number yeah. one is not a problem. But I think like him actually feeling, oh, Jared's my number one and I want to tell him everything. I feel like he should not be telling Jared no. anything at this no. point, especially because it always gets back to people. It always gets out. Like that's mm-hmm. how the information goes. And same with America. He shouldn't be telling America's private conversation with him to, to anyone else, including Jared. I just feel like it's this this information is always getting out to everybody. Yes. And so people need to start keeping things to themselves. It's really wild how Jared is like addicted to telling information that he shouldn't. He's Bruh. so bad. Yeah, he's so he's bad. So bad. So bad. He, he's worse than Corey. He's like, yeah. oh, wait, you want to come after Sari and Izzy and Felicia? Okay, cool. I heard you want to come after. I was like, bruh. <laughs> Damn, that was your, you had that as like a weapon. Why did you just mm-hmm. give that away? And now she up there crying. I mean, you're like, oh, there is, I, I feel like in, in a season where Suri isn't there, at least for me, if I were there, Jared screams pre-jury boot, like the way that he talks oh, to people. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. Like if I were in that house and he spoke to me like that, I would nod and be like, cool, uh-huh. And then I would be actively plotting his demise behind his back <laughs> to get him out as soon as possible. Right. Um, yes, it's, I he's, think for He's sure. very lucky that his mom is there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you would be doing what Jag should be doing, you yes. know, coming in the house and saying, you know, I got voted out and now I'm going to tear you people apart and y'all right. are going to screw up because y'all don't y'all don't <laughs> y'all don't respect me as a gamer. So here I am about to like covertly kill you. But, you know, you're you're right. He has Siri who has admitted to I've been cleaning up his messes for 25 years. Yeah, this yeah. is just another day in the life of Mama Field. <laughs> yeah, I thought I, that that was a fun uh, storyline that yes. we're getting at the end of the episode. She- I've been cleaning up Jared's messes for 25 years. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, it's not going to end soon. Yeah, uh, no, it's like I know this has been mentioned on the pods before, but it's like I truly just can't stomach a Jared win. But it's like. There are so many roads that I feel like lead to it. It's like Suri is going to take him as far as she can. And then she's going to like sacrifice her game for him. And I just, I don't know if I can stomach that, but it is what it is. If she sacrifices her game for him, I'm going to be just, oh, so devastated. I'm like, I say that I'm like, I'm going to be so mad. And then an hour later, I'm going to be like not caring. And yeah, Chappelle, do you think she, do you think she would do that? Absolutely. Do you think that Suri would step aside for Jared? No, no, I don't think so either. I don't care what she would. I don't care. She might say it. I I think she wouldn't. We know her. I, I I think she wouldn't for anybody except for Jared. I think Uh -uh. she would. Listen, let me tell you something. Yeah. The first, the, the premiere, we talked about this. And I said, not my Siri. My yeah. Siri will look you dead in the eye and steal money from you on the traders as she told you that you were about to like, mm-hmm. spend Thanksgiving with her and her family. I All hope this- you're right. Right. I hope I, you're right. I hope you're right, and I hope I'm I wrong. I hope I'm right. I think she's <laughs> going to say, like, well, look, look, I'll, I'll take care of Jared, but I have yeah. other kids, too. I've got grandkids. Right. Like, I got you a know. family to feed. Yeah, she's not just it. Jared. She said it to him on the feeds. I, like, she's I playing him, too, maybe. Oh, my he's God. In the, no. He's in the game, baby. I, mm-hmm. I, think, I think she'll sacrifice herself for him. I do. Look, she has I, definitely the grocer in a blender on the traders. Uh, wait in, like, Andy. You wait until it's like the final three, final four. She's like, okay, now, Jared, I'm going to need you to go to the jury house for me. Right. And you're going to be like, I'm going to need I you on that jury. <laughs> And watch oh it, and God, watch I it hope. work. And when it works, I don't want to hear nothing. This vote against Izzy's <laughs> looking mean, a little I, close. Get out of here. Yeah. I, want, I want that to happen. I hope that you guys are right. <laughs> my, my story is the devil. Make no mistake. This is not, <laughs> y'all, y'all letting her, she missed in y'all too. That's the problem. Y'all yeah. You know, I, 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 I like, watch yeah. her and I'm just like, how can they, how can they just like let this happen? And then I'm just like, if I were in there, I feel like I would absolutely fall for it. But 
I'd be so, in a fist fight with Izzy by now, trying to like get my spot as the second oh, child. Oh <laughs> yes, if I, if I were there, there would be big big trouble between me and Izzy without a doubt. Yeah, um, yeah. Sari has been waiting a long time to get a win on CBS. You know, I don't know if she's necessarily gonna punt if she has the Jared chance. Trump. She, I mean, yeah. it's it is so fun watching her. I say this with the most love. She is so fake. It's so. She will just talk so much shit about someone and then they will walk in and she will act like she will be so genuine in the way that she talks to them and she'll win them over. Yeah. It is so fun to watch. You know, it's this is power. something from the feeds, but I think it's uh, benign enough to talk about. So Izzy today mentioned that she is playing a self-interested game. She gave a shout out today to her, uh, to use Jared's word, her person back home. Uh, I'm not sure what her uh, if her Paige. relationship status is. Yeah, Paige. yeah. Yes. To Paige. Yes, girlfriend. Is it? I think, uh, I think so. I think I thought wife, but I I, yeah. I, I am actually pulling okay. that out of my ass. I okay. don't know. Yeah, but she, Chappelle, she said, "Hey, I know what it looks like. I am playing to win." Okay. Yeah. Look, she Pot asked twist. a question. She said, am I Ben Dreebergen? Am I doing the thing? Am mm -hmm. I going to the end and just going to throw my game away for Sari and Jared? She's like, because I don't think I'm doing that, right? I'm not going to do that. And then I'm I thinking, like you might. You don't think you, I don't think you have control over whether or not you do that, Izzy. I think you think you do. But uh, give it, what, 70 more days? You might make a different decision. Okay, ahead, that's, that's, that's where I come in. I feel like I, I mean, I'm going to make this about myself, obviously, do it. Um, I got so much shit when I got off the show. I read so much about how I was playing for Amanda. And you? it's just like, I absolutely was not playing for Amanda. I knew that Amanda was a shield. I knew that Amanda, Amanda was smart. Amanda was strategic. Amanda got things done. But it's like, I knew exactly how long to keep her as long as I needed her. And then I got rid of her. And I think that Izzy has that in her. Um, and I liked hearing that on the feeds today because I... It's week four. At week, mm -hmm. but at this point in the game, I was stopping every plan possible to evict Amanda, and there were a lot of them. And I was just like, "No, she needs to stay. No, she needs to stay." And even people in the house, I could tell, like Helen and Jesse, were like, "You're playing for Amanda. You're playing for Amanda." And it's like, "No, I'm not." Like before, there are a lot of other people that get out of here. Amanda is so loyal. Like you know what I'm saying? I feel like Sari has this bar. Sari, Izzy, and Jared have this bond right now where Sari and Jared are not going to do anything to Izzy to double cross her. And Sari is working the house like a puppet master and she's going to keep Izzy safe if she can. Why would Izzy turn on Sari now? Like right. Izzy, Izzy should not turn on Sari for a while. Mm -hmm. And to your point, Izzy has the bullet. She has, yes. the, she has the dirt on them. So Absolutely. if they let it get too far down the road and it looks like Izzy's about to go, oh, y'all didn't know that that was her son? What? Absolutely. Let her and her son go to the final two? You know they're never going to turn on each other because like said, it was, it was really fun hearing her vocalize that today because I know that people had doubts about it. And I was like, okay, so there is a like strategic mind working in there that is not just blind to Sari. And I really liked seeing that. Yeah. Yeah. Melissa, what do you yeah. think about this? I think I don't, I agree that I don't think Izzy should turn on Suri yet because she, Suri is really, like you guys said, she's going to bring Izzy to the end. Um, so I absolutely think that she shouldn't turn on Suri yet. But I do think Izzy needs to be building up her other allies on the side. I think she needs to be really building that relationship with Corey up. I think that um, it would be good for her to build a relationship with America. I think, um, like, especially Corey, because Corey and America are interested in working with Izzy and are interested in taking that shot eventually. So I feel like 
if if someone's going to take the shot, she needs to have someone going there with her that will take the shot on Suri and not on her. So I really think that just building up some relationships on the side, instead of just as a part of Suri's alliance, um, I think that would be really good for her. And I feel like she's not really giving um, Corey at least a chance because Corey really thinks that Izzy and him have a connection and she doesn't feel that really at all. So um, I think that just working more on that would be good for her, but who knows? I know. Well, I have a question. Andy, how far do you think it would take Izzy to go into this game before she's on the block and she would throw Sari under the bus? Let's say Izzy and Jared or something are on the block in the next two weeks or so. Is that too soon to be like, I mean, hey, it, they're they're related? It just depends on how safe she feels. I feel like if she knows that she's not going anywhere, then I... Ow, sorry, my cat's biting my foot. Um, (laughs) If she knows that she is not going anywhere, then I don't foresee her saying anything. But I think if she is in danger, I think she would say something. Yeah. Melissa, you think in a couple weeks she could air this out? Or is this something she's going to hold, you know, take it to the end? I think she's going to take it to the end, honestly. I think, like, I I honestly think for her, it's, like, more meaningful to, like, keep this secret than it is to, like, have this information as, like, a weapon. I feel that. I think she just feels <laughs> like she wants to be part of it and have this secret that mm-hmm. she and Sari and Jared all have this shared thing yeah. together that binds them. I think that maybe the more interesting question is, is there any scenario where Blue would reveal this secret? Like, I think that Izzy is probably going to be good up until the end of the game, but could Blue ever reveal it? No. Uh, could blue could blue can blue do anything? Like, yeah, I mean, like I would I, I think if she gets mad enough at Jared, I honestly think if she gets mad enough at Jared, she might because you know, everybody's saying that when she and Jag had that epiphany and that one like night of clarity, it was because she was mad at Jared. And mm-hmm. like not because of that, but that was like she was mad at Jared. She has this epiphany where she realizes what's going on in the game. Then she's not mad at Jared anymore, and he's HOH, and now she's like back in the fold. So the thought is, is that if maybe if she gets mad enough at Jared, she yeah. might want to reveal it to someone. The feeds would be so good that week. Oh my god! Oh my god! I feel I feel like it's brewing towards like something like that. Like I think the jury phase is going to be really fun. Yeah, oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. I mean, have they Blue and Jared just been getting along great this week? I felt like that. Okay, oh, Jared's gonna win HOH. Oh, this is gonna be a juicy week with the uh, Blarid of it all, but it feels like it, it's really calmed down. It's easy to stay honest, calm when you have the HOH been... room. Is that yeah. it? <laughs> yeah. Just like honeymoon like, suite. Well, I mean, anytime you go to talk to Jared, you have to talk to him and his queen. You know, Blue's right there. He's like, baby, can you step out real quick so I can have a conversation <laughs> yeah, with that, America? That mm-hmm. part, like, okay, daddy, oh I'll be God. back. You know, yeah. like, bruh. Uh, you know, so I don't know, man. I I can see Blue airing it out because as we just seen, she threw her number one ally under the bus so quickly uh, in this on accident. So I can see her messing it up. But the blow up that would come from that, you know, like they would have to break up in the house before that would happen. Because if not, that is the breakup. You know, if it gets back to Sari, I, I still don't even know how Sari's going to act when she finds out that Blue even knows, right. that, you know, it not, not even if it leaks out to other people. Mm-hmm. But just if she finds out that Blue knows which I'm dying for that to happen, uh, then that's when the fireworks are going to go off. I think this whole, I've this whole season... I've been cleaning up Jared's messes for 25 years. Listen, Sari, that's a you mess too at that point. Uh, I just <laughs> feel like uh, this is a powder keg and it's just waiting to explode. Yeah. There's so many little explosions that can happen and it's so fun watching Sari try to defuse all the little bombs. Mm-hmm. 
Tonight, we got the return of the Tiny Veto. Uh, how are we feeling about the Tiny Veto four seasons in? Cancel it. Uh, the, the one thing, I'll, I think it's not exciting at all, but the no. one thing I'll say about it is that it did allow for that moment where Cam wins and everyone <laughs> is absolutely That was yeah. funny. Like, that was, that was great. That uh, was just fun. They were in a separate room. It was like the freedom to actually be upset about it. Um, I loved that. But other than that, I think that this veto competition is just so boring. It's boring. It's right. So I boring. totally agree. Yeah. Like, yeah. At it's, first, it was funny because it was just like, oh, these tiny little cans or whatever, like the first year. But like, I just feel like it loses the show. Quality. I feel like the show, one lesson they need to learn is to let things die. Like they will do yes. something. They will do something that's funny. Like, mm -hmm. I remember the first time they did, like, the wall or an endurance, and someone was like, I can hang on all, and oh, then boom, yeah. they cut to them falling, and I was like, oh, this is so funny. Mm -hmm. And now they just do it every time, and it's like, this is not funny anymore. Can yeah. you please stop? And see the Zingbot. creative. Right. Uh, yeah, see Zingbot. But see, that's, you're, you're 100% correct. I, I, I kind of like Zingbot. It's cool sometimes, <laughs> it's you know. They need better writers for Zingbot, I'm well, telling you that. This because year. They, Zingbot no, hasn't been good yeah. since BB-16. Yeah, Zingbot, yeah. no, but I still, I don't know, Zingbot was really fun to live through. Look, I like no, yeah. I like Zingbot. Like, don't yeah. get me wrong. I want them to have Zingbot, but I want the Zings to be better, not yeah. just like, you, oh, you're old. Or, you oh, were there in thing. the heyday right. of the Zingbot. I mean, the I know. I, we had some good ones, I feel like. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. A lot of material in that house, Andy. I can't lie to you. No. They gave us. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. No, one of my friends is every once in a while, I'll have to relive my season through like text messages because a friend is watching it. And that's currently happening. And they're just like, they're watching this season too. And they're just like, oh my God, literally there are so many fights nonstop on your season. Like, why doesn't that happen anymore? And I'm just like, I don't want to live. I don't want to talk about it. We don't have to talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Look, they, they gave us a 10 year, 20, 30, 40 year break between pressure cookers. And you see the type of reception it got. You know, as far as I'm concerned with the tiny veto, you broke Davon's competition. This will right. always be the Davon Memorial Veto no, competition. It's so funny that you say that because when I was watching it, all I could think about was Dave. I could not mm -hmm. in a million years tell you who won mm -hmm. in the last two seasons, but I absolutely could tell you that Davon won. Yeah, mm -hmm. totally. They mm -hmm. just beat the hell out of it. No now, offense like, to, I if I'm friends with two of the people that won the last few seasons, no offense, <laughs> you did great. Like, mm -hmm. sorry, you did great. I was rooting for you. <laughs> but, yeah. Okay, well, we got the players that were in the Tiny Veto. America is one of the people that got drawn, and Corey warns her, you got to make sure, you got to try. Don't let Jared think that you're not trying to win the veto this week. Mm hmm and yep. then and then it turns out it's a veto that Jared can't even watch her do because they're doing it at the same time. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So one of the things we found out is that this was going to be a struggle for Jared because uh, Jared has a medical condition. Jared has always had muffin hands. His hands are huge and then they're puffy like muffins. Yeah. <laughs> I said somebody tell Jasmine. Wait the half. Wait the half. Yeah. Wait the half. Muffin <laughs> hands. Have you ever heard about? Uh, I, I've heard of muffin top, but muffin hands. Oh. Is this a condition? Apparently. I mean, mm -hmm. I feel like I can imagine. I don't want to slight Jared's debilitating condition. So. <laughs> right. Right. Saria's a nurse. If she says yeah. he has muffin hands, yeah, I'm going to assume it's a mm -hmm. diagnosis. Mm -hmm. so. Yeah. I if this was her. Survivor, there would be a whole flashback to like, uh, I was born with muffin hands. Uh, 
I couldn't couldn't pick up tiny things. I've had this my whole life, but I'm here to prove I could do anything. All right. Wow. Um, Inspiring. Now, then also Matt had an interesting uh, strategy. Chappelle, you, you had uh, given me similar advice. I'm not used to using my left hand, but I'm realizing that it's actually better because it's not shaking as much as my right hand right now. Yeah. Was that me? Did I tell you, Did you that? Say that? I told you that. In, I told you that in confidence, right? Yeah. <laughs> what are you talking about? You that that was... wasn't supposed to be shared with everybody. Oh. Jared, you can run back and tell everybody our <laughs> private conversations. Yeah, uh, Matt. Look, Matt's a swimmer. You know, that stick to what he's good at. <laughs> All right. Hey, Rob, Rob, how was the advice, though? Did it pay off? Yeah, no, it's different. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah different, um, right? Like a stranger? Yeah. Please, no. Yeah. It's going back to Rob, it's Sunday oh night, my Big God. Brother podcast. Okay. Rob, uh, yeah. can, can, we, can I just stop down and talk about um, Cameron's hair? Yeah. Really quickly. Can yeah. we just, because Sari is fed up with his hair, but I kind of like this little Sanjaya buns that he had this time. You liked it, like it or didn't little, like it? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I, there was a motion coming from that hair to me and back and forth, but I don't know if I was a fan of it. And then he does the veto shirtless for no reason. Like, I really don't know if he if he like got the gist that it. it was just like a little tweezers. Kind of like, why did he strip for that? I, I'm very confused by Cameron's being in the house, Rob. Uh, we don't know. I like I care so little about Cameron and Red that I just like forget that they're there. <laughs> I and that sounds so mean. Andy, <laughs> on his birthday week. Yeah. On a damn birthday. It's like, Excuse I don't, I like, my eyes don't process feed updates about them. I feel like I never watch them on feeds. I just, man, I don't yeah. care about them at all. I need them to just go. They're taking, yeah. spi- they're taking space away from like fun strategy. And they're like, not fun to watch. I just, I'm over well, it. The so. worst was when Cam was HOH. And then we had to actually care about like, oh, what are Cam and Red saying to each other? <laughs> you know, I, yeah, still, you had I, to I, I still didn't care that week. Mm-hmm. We pay attention to them. It's like, oh, please no. Yeah. All right. And then Andy, where do you stand on Bowie Jane? You know that I love Bowie Jane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Hey, Andy, as you hey, know, just, you and Rob have the same favorite player this year, and it's Bowie Jane. No, no. No, I've I've heard the way that Rob talks about her. Okay. I, I he listen to her. This. I listen. He loves her. Um the, just <laughs> the way that she is just always smiling, and you can like. I just, every time I see her, I laugh and you know what? I don't care if she's not bringing much. She is bringing me joy. Okay. Um, well, I'm happy old, for you. The old clips of her like DJing and like, uh, it's all, it's all fun to me. Um, whenever she pops in, I'm always happy she's there. I think that she's fun. Yeah. And okay. I don't think she's as dense as people think she is. I think if she won an HOH, she would surprise people. In what, what way? Would what, would no what would she do? What would she do? I think she would like actually be smart about what she's doing. I don't think she's like an idiot. Uh, well, no, who would not. she put up? She's who would she put up? I mean, girl, I don't know. Like, you don't know what she'd do because yeah, no one will idea. let her talk strategy. Yeah. Like, that's like, the thing. Yeah. She's allowed to talk strategy. No, they don't. Not with anyone. She can talk by no. herself. Everyone yeah. leaves the room when she tries to like have a conversation. I like the that. updates. It'll be like, oh, so and so is being shunned by everyone else, so they're talking to Bowie James. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. It's like Corey, America won't talk to Corey, so we have to like, talk to Bowie I, I always kind of like the outsider. Like, even like like on my season, like I was the one of the people when someone was getting like ostracized or people wouldn't talk to them, I always would. And so it's like I I usually tend to like that person. Yeah. Um, Andy, and so, it's not just me. Julie doesn't even want to hear from Christina, her. Thank you. 
Okay. <laughs> Thank yeah, you. Can we talk about that clip? It's like, yes, Julie cut her off, but she was shouting out Christina, the woman that's watching her dog. That's perfect. <laughs> Let her live. Let yeah. her live. Leave her Thank alone. You. If I see her alone, everyone, leave her alone. Yeah. I don't know. Andy won me over, Rob. I'm sorry. Yeah. I think I might be team F and Bowie Jane, you know? <laughs> Bowie Jane. Yeah. yeah, PJ. Okay. All right. So funny. Cameron won the veto. Nobody was happy inside or outside the house. We need a new nom. And so uh, there's some talk about, okay, we see Felicia and Sari talking about things and America walks in the room. Conversation stops. And America's like, wait, wait, wait <laughs> we're talking so about me? Awkward. We're I, talking yeah, about me? Yeah. Right. They couldn't just be like, oh, yeah, we're just talking about replacement. Like like when she walks in rather than just like shutting up and being absolutely silent and awkward. Mm -hmm. And okay. then and then when she, they finally say, oh, we're talking about the replacement, they say the replacement is probably you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Felicia, Felicia cannot be stopped. That look, I told y'all that is somebody church ain't he? like that's what they do. They just say what's on their mind and you got to deal with it. She's like, yeah, we're thinking about replacement. Now. It'll probably be you. Felicia, how do you know that? Are you that close to Jared to where you know who the replacement nom is? And also, why can you just tell me that with a straight face and think I'm not going to do nothing about it? I love Felicia so much. She's the best. She's, she's so she's fun. Best. Yeah. She's so good. Yeah. Can we get an update? Where does she factor into all these plans? So sometimes I hear yeah. Sari is mad at her. I feel like she, her. her stock is dropping, I feel like, yeah. right? Yeah, it is. Because... She's actually moving up on the target list because she's doing all of this sort of thing. Yeah. She's, you know, revealing information to people, telling things to people. She's just got, you know, loose lips. It's telling everyone everything. Yeah, but I there's mean, like really, five really people is, ahead like, of her on the list. But it really is frustrating when you have an ally that does that. Like if you're like, mm -hmm. okay, I'm going to tell you something and you can't tell anyone. And then like an hour later, that person, it's just like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> leave, Je leave Jesse alone. You know, uh, <laughs> um, no, Rob, I think really what it is is she's moved up on the list because, you know, like 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 Melissa said, so he just is tired of her talking to people randomly and all the all this information. You'll be like, well, Felicia just told her in front of everybody. Yeah. Um, and so they're kind of leaving Felicia open to be targeted by the other side of the house. Like if they have to take out somebody from this, you know, core three yeah. group, she'd rather it be Felicia than Izzy or Jerry. But I still feel like Izzy rubs more people the wrong way. Am I wrong in thinking that? Like it's she she is a really good like knack for like going and being anti somebody and then going and making friends with them like very quickly. Like okay. she was anti Corey for a while and her and Corey in America are getting really close. She was anti Cameron. And then the other day she's like, you know, I don't, I don't know. I think I kind of like, I was like, Izzy, calm down. Calm down. Yeah. Stop it. Stop yeah. it. And but, even, and even so it doesn't even matter because it, Felicia's moving up on Suri and Izzy's target. So like they, they would want Felicia out over Izzy because Izzy is, you know, a loyal soldier. Yeah, but, mm -hmm. you know, Felicia just says what she wants the same way she goes to, okay, Mr. Big, uh, we're going to need a pizza here tonight. We're going to need wings. We're going to need uh, some more I pepper. Do they, like, do they ever give it to her? I don't like, know. I don't know. They, do, she was they do sometimes. But in they the don't same, give her everything. In the same they way she's like, us anything. you know, <laughs> we're going to need a replacement nominee. America, that's going to be you. Okay. We're going to yeah. need you to get on the block for us. Yeah, it, I feel like it's so it's just so like I think it's just such a bad idea, though, to, to I mean, it's not her HOH or anything. It's Jared's <laughs> HOH, who presumably they're not like super close. And so for her to be like, well, you're actually going to be the nominee as if she has the power to do that. Yeah, sure. She does have influence over that group. But 
America maybe doesn't know that. So right. the idea of just being like, oh yeah, I have enough say to be like, hey, you're probably going on the block, but no need to worry, don't panic. Like that's not a good move because that right. just shows that you feel like you have such a close connection to the HOH that you have the authority to say that. And it's really annoying in there when you can tell that someone is like that comfortable and they're acting that cocky about being that comfortable, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Like mm-hmm. even if you are that comfortable, don't act like that. Like, mm-hmm. it's yeah. just like, don't make, don't make it seem like, oh, that's like, I have absolutely nothing to worry about. Just con- like, yeah, it's, it's frustrating to watch people act like that. Yeah. Yeah. That was part of Heisem's downfall. You know, they, they wanted to embarrass him. They really, yeah. it wasn't about just getting him out of the house. They wanted to knock him down a few, few pegs to humble yeah. him because he was so sure of himself. And, uh, uh Saria has been feeling like, th- like that with Felicia for a while. And then we'll even see when blue throws out Jag's name, Felicia is the one who really kind of buried him. You know, she threw him out like, Hey, this might be a strategically good move. And, and Felicia like, yeah, F that. You're going on the block, baby. And uh, you're going to like it. And it's going to work out for us. It's fine. And so we got the confessional of Jag being like, I'm good with this. But really in the moment, she railroaded him. Right. We had a couple other fun uh, moments in the episode. America goes to talk to Jared after uh, Felicia gives America the sense that she could be a replacement uh, nominee. And I thought this was, you know, a, a good moment for America to push back and says that she would not be doing any of the things Corey said, although she told us she definitely would <laughs> be putting those people up on the block as the second episode in a row. I believe that we've gotten that from America. Yeah. I, um, I thought that in the moment that she had convinced Jared that, uh, she wasn't going to do that stuff or whatever, but then you get the DR in the episode with him being like, the fact that she lied to me makes me mad at her. Like it makes me, makes me feel worse about her when in the moment when she cried and everything and then left the diary or left the HOH room, I was like, Oh good. She did such a good job in this conversation. And now I'm like, Oh, I guess it didn't really work. I mean, Mm -hmm. it worked in the fact that she's not on the block, but it didn't work to like sway Jared. I mean, he wanted her on the block. Yeah. Did he? It wasn't his say. Then why, why is she not on the block? Jared, this woman just told you she's coming His for your mama. His mom just said that Jag had to go on the block. But that's what I'm saying, bro. Like, she told you that I'm coming for your mom. And then you got there and she, you like, you know she's lying to you. And then you go to mom and she's like, yeah, but I want Jag out. He's like, okay, okay, okay. mom. Like, bro, mm-hmm. now you now you want to play Cerise game? When she asks you not to say nothing, you go run your mouth. But now, when you know someone is targeting your side, you do nothing. And you know that if Corey's been throwing her on the bus, he can't even really be mad at you because mm-hmm. he has not actively told Jared, like, America's like another one of our number ones. So you could get to Corey to yourself. The same theory that they're using for Jag, like, if we get rid of him now, then who can who are they going to be I with? Mean, Who's going to be your number one? You could use that with America if you wanted her out. Paul, you are forgetting one important thing, though, and it's that Jared is very stupid. Yeah, he's dumb. <laughs> my, my boy Pooh. That's, my, that's yeah. my boy. He's dumb. Oh, my God. And, you know, and it's not like this is outside of the, the realm of Big Brother players. We've seen plenty of Big Brother players like this, and they look for people like this who get so in their head about their own egos, right. about being right, I that mean, there's I- no swaying them. I am absolutely convinced that they cast like six to eight, more like six people a season that can win, that they can, that can actually win. Six? You nice. Yeah. I'm no. being nice. Yeah. yeah but. Come on. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. There have been 25 <laughs> seasons of this show and there are what? Seven good players? No, I'm joking. That's me. <laughs> right. But <laughs> just saying, you know, like if you rank the winners and they rank the good players, they don't overlap a lot of times. Right. <laughs> That's true. 
We also got in this episode uh, the Red and Cameron breakup scene. Taryn's been talking about it for the last couple of days. Uh, we find we finally got it. Cameron seemed a little confused about what was going on, and uh, that he uh, Red uh, reckoned that this was going to be it for the two of them. I mean, can I? I also yet again. I I have already admitted that I don't really keep up with them. I am confused. <laughs> can someone actually explain to me quickly what happened? Basically, it doesn't make any sense because okay. <laughs> uh, basically, Red was told, I guess, that Cameron threw Red under the bus and, like, wanted Red to go home or something. Like, we don't even really okay, know okay. exactly what yeah, it was. Just, it hasn't made sense to me. But the, the, the thought is that Red was told that Cam threw Red under the bus and wanted Red to go home this week in order to, like, save himself. And that wasn't the case. I mean, Cam did speak to Jared in the HOH and kind of say, like, Oh, well, if Red's the target, he has to go. Just, I mean, because obviously, like, what do you, what else are you going to say? He's like, yeah. no, please. I'm willing so, to be a pawn you know. next to him. Okay. Right. Right. As long as it's not him. But it was not that the initial plan was from Cam for Red to go home this week. It was just okay. that he was told they're going on the block together. You're going up as a pawn. And he was like, well, we'll do what we have to do with the hope that one of them would win veto and come off the block and then get someone else out as the target. Mm -hmm. But Red believes Jared or whoever it was who told him. Um, and yet he won't tell Cam why he's mad. So Cam can't reassure him or fix it or say what really happened or anything. And it's just this like two ships passing in the night kind okay. of thing where they're not like communicating with each other and just like ending their friendship over this. I don't yeah. even know. Mm -hmm. I mean, as like, am I alone or hopefully I'm not alone in this. I feel like as someone that tries to keep up with the feeds, when I watch the edited show, I can sometimes get really confused um, as to just like what, does that make sense? Like, I feel like there's so much going on on the feed sure. when I watch the edited show. I forget like what is actually, what has been shown and what hasn't. And like, I don't think that the edited show sometimes makes all that much sense. Um, no, no, of okay. course not. Yeah. You know, I, it, it really came down to a personal issue between the two of them. And it wasn't on the feeds. And Taryn kind of like have pieced together what he thinks it okay, is. Okay. But um, he thinks that it was more like uh, a little game of telephone that made it sound like Cameron was calling Red a misogynist uh, about the way he was treating and feeling about America. Now, Red knows that uh, this looks really bad. And so maybe he's thinking that Cameron cut him deep. You know, that was like a personal attack on him. And so that's why he can't even like be brought to speak about it on the, on the show. Cause he don't want to talk it. You I know, mean, he's thinking Cameron America's did, If Cameron did say that, where's the lie? I but, mean, but it's but like coming does, from Cameron. Does like, Cameron what, even what know what a misogynist no. is? That's what I was going to say. I was, Cameron probably didn't say that. Is he that tuned in? Um, yeah, look, Look, anyway, it was telephone and and, yeah. and there was like a version of it was going around, but it wasn't exactly what Red thinks. And so that's what Taryn assumes is going on okay. from what he's pieced together. But yeah, you're right. The show does not give us any insight into why he's so hurt by this. But y'all are so heartless. This segment, I just was like, I, my heart bleeds for these mm -hmm. people. They are so sad. Rob, if you ever did me like this, I would just throw my beard to the side, look in the mirror and just cry. I'm pretty sure Red just broke up with me. Did you see that breakup? It was so real. He's like, I can't even talk to you about it. I reckon it's over. I reckon we got to put this on ice. I said, not on ice. The chill is on ice. Mm -hmm. Chill is with a hard R. Really? I'm not wow. going to lie. If like my best friend was like, we're not going to talk for some undisclosed reason and our friendship is over, I would be like, uh, no, you're going to tell me exactly what's going right. on. 
You oh, have yeah. to talk same, to me. I wouldn't same. just be like, I'll give you some space. I'll let you be. I would literally, I that just, is I, never what I, I, I also feel like me and my best friends are good communicators and that would just never happen. <laughs> But yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, these people just met each other yesterday, you know. Well, like, and now, but, in the world, but, you yeah, know. but no, I'm telling you, three weeks in that house is like a year in terms of like actually getting close to someone. Like, oh, you, I, yeah, I, I believe I believe you 100%. Jared has already thrown his mom under the bus for his new girlfriend, who right? Cheating on his old girlfriend, or whatever, you know. Um, yeah, so I we've seen it before, you know. I'm just yeah. saying, you and your friends probably communicate in normal situations and not in a pressure cooker, all right. <laughs> Yeah, and now this don't talk about the what they said in the pressure cooker. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, ultimately, we're going to get our nominations or renominations re- that Cameron is going to come down. And then ultimately, uh, we're going to see that it's going to be Jag going back up on the block. Um, Chappelle, you mentioned this at the opening of the show. I don't even know what the context was of this. That would make about as much sense as wiping before you poop. What was he even talking about? He said he didn't expect Cameron to use the veto on him because obviously Cameron was on the block and she yeah. used it on himself. Okay. And so that would make as much sense as wiping for, for your poop, Rob. Yeah. Okay. Duh. You didn't get that? I did. Duh. <laughs> Duh. Wait, but can, are we? So are are we going to cover this in spoilers? Yeah, I'm just questioning. I will, we'll, okay. Yeah, we'll talk about that. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm just wondering who the actual target is right now. Okay. Yeah, we'll get we'll get to that. Okay, so we're gonna get to uh, some spoilers. Anything else from the episode? We spent a lot of time on this episode, probably more than it deserved, but this was uh, fun to go through it. Uh, we'll get to the spoilers. Let me say real quick before we uh, talk about spoilers, uh, we have some uh, tickets that are now on sale for our Big Brother live show when we uh, come out by Melissa. In the first week of November, I'll be there for two nights at the Brea Improv on Wednesday, November 1st and Thursday, November 2nd. We'll be watching Survivor live on Wednesday night, and then we will be together for a Big Brother live eviction. I think it's probably going to be the final four. I think on that Thursday, November 2nd, we'll be at the Brea Improv. Tickets are now on sale. Uh, you can uh, check us out for Survivor Night at robiswebsite.com slash Survivor LA or for the Big Brother Night, robiswebsite.com slash BBLA. Uh, patrons, you have discount codes and there are also package deals if you want to come out and see us for two nights in Brea. Very excited. I haven't been uh, out to the West Coast since 2021, so I'm very excited to get back out there and uh, see uh, some people on the West Coast. And with that, let's talk about our spoilers. The Office of Civil Defense has issued the following message. This is a spoiler. Warning. A spoiler. Warning means that an actual spoiler against this country has been detected and that protective action should be taken. All right. All right, so some intrigue. Okay, uh, it was Red's birthday week in the house, and I'll be damned if I'm going home on my birthday week. But Melissa, is he? I mean, 
At this point, yes, but it literally could change. Could change. Subject to uh, yeah. eviction, subject to change in the Big Brother 25 house. I hope it doesn't. Oh, that would be so great if he goes home. <laughs> yeah. I like Sad Red. Sad Red is my favorite Red, so I'm not rooting for him, but I also would be sad to see Sad Red go because he looks like he would take it very hard, you know? Um, Rob, the only difference between a hippo and a zipper is, uh, you know, Zippo is a, <laughs> one's a heavy critter and one's a little lighter. That mm-hmm. made me laugh. Yeah. I was like, look at him. Yeah. He's sad. He's actually kind of funny. Yeah. But, Too bad yeah, Red is a Zippo man. in this house. Yeah, he's he's a big critter too. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you you know, um, I think that this might be the end of his road. Uh, I, they're trying to get him out on a a very specific split vote. They were trying to go for a six to four vote split, and I think they landed Melissa on an eight to two. Is that where we're at right now? At this point, I am unsure. But yeah, they're trying to do something creative with the votes, and I feel like don't. Just so would it, let's vote. If it were eight to two, would it be everyone but Cameron and Bowie Jane? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. hope Bowie Jane wins HOH after that. <laughs> so she could put up Cameron in America? Okay. <laughs> and of course, Red's going to think that Cameron like didn't vote to keep him. Right. He's going to be like, wow, my friend. Guy, my best friend. He wanted me out all along. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But do, do you think we talked about, you know, scorn Jag, but if you're Serene, is this what you should be doing, Andy? Should you be letting Red go out of the house who you know is loyal to you? No. I mean, I, I think Suri was probably... I mean, but also, uh, Jag sucks so hard, though. It's like, <laughs> I mean, Suri is right that Jag should be more like in tune with what's going on and targeting them, but he's not. And so it's like, mm. I think either way, Suri is so well insulated. It doesn't matter. Mm. Yeah. I, I feel like... She tries to incept other people's, like her skill set into other people's minds. Like even you mentioned it earlier, Andy, when he when she said, if it was me, I think it was Melissa, yeah. was like, if it was me in the house, I would never forget this. I would be scorned. And you're like, yeah, Sari, they're not you. This is your right. 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 game. They are, they are absolutely not Sari. At this yeah. point in time, Sari is going to be fine no matter what. We yeah. need to think about Thanks. ourselves, okay? And what's Thanks. good for us, Red, not being on this show anymore. We still got yeah, 60 agree. days to go. We don't need yeah. any more about Red in the diary room. Yeah, I think it's enough. Yeah, that would make about as much sense as wiping before you poop. I'm I'm hey, just also right. sick of this like character. Just stop putting this yeah. person on the show. Every, why do they one every year? I said this the other day. At least Frenchie was like a super fan. Yes. Yeah, he knew the yeah. show. Mm-hmm. And I, got a te- I got a text from Judd that was like, what, what the hell is this like when I tweeted that? And I was just like, you're great. I love you. You're fine. Yeah, Judd, you're part of the problem. Yeah. Uh, At least yeah. Judd had a funny shirt. Right. He did have a funny shirt. Uh, you know, uh, you're right, though. Frenchie was a super fan. He was chaotic on the feeds. Red is not that. Yeah. Um, but, you know, the big worry with Red is that Red and Cameron could reconnect. If you leave them in the house and they actually talk about their problems and communicate like human beings, then it would be very easy to clear up this breakup and they could get back together and realize that maybe they should be targeting the larger side of the house. And so if they've identified that Jag is nothing as far as, like, competition goes, then, yeah, it probably makes sense to get rid of Red here. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So is there any like back and forth on this, Melissa? Are they pretty locked in? I mean, there was back and forth on it all week, but I mean, initially Jag was the one who was going home. Yeah. But now now that it's flopped, it was flipped and that's yeah. flopped. Uh, I think we are I think we're set that red is gonna go, but really anything can happen. 
I, I mean, I, I really don't know with this cast. It feels like it goes back and forth. Although I will say like, it does usually land on the original right. person, which the original person was red to begin with. Then when the veto was won, Jag was then the target. Then it flipped back to red. And so now I believe that it, if we're looking at the past historical votes of this season, that it will likely stay on red. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I guess the bigger intrigue here though, Rob, is also... Is it going to be six to four or eight to four? They they want to leave, you know, I mean, eight yeah, to two. They want to kind of leave out Bowie and Cameron for sure. But they also are considering um, maybe not telling Corey in America. That's how they wanted it to be six to four because they want to be able to put the target on them and be like, no, 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 they didn't keep you, uh, Jag. It's not them. It's us. We saved you. Um, and so there was a little bit of that. So I can see it flipping back to that. I, I don't really think I don't think Jack's going anywhere this week, though. I think it's really going to come down to what the vote count is when red goes. They're playing with fire. if They're going to lie to Jack yes. again when right. Corey and America are going to like swear up and down, swear to God mm. it wasn't us. And then he has all that other stuff of like, hey, remember when they lie? Everybody lied to you last week. Like, I think that they are trying to trigger Jag at that point. Have we mentioned literally once Mimi on the no. podcast? Okay. No. no. I always forget about her. I always forget. I mean, that's probably a good position no, I, for her. I think that is, I think she is someone to watch. I'm telling yeah. you, I think she's going to turn it up. Mm -hmm. Andy, you didn't really get a lot of screen time in the beginning no, of your that's season why, either. Like she, yeah. she kind of, I mean, I think I was more insulated than she is. I think I knew what was going on more, but it's like the edit is, yeah. she's getting a very similar edit to me. And it's like, I think that person is like quietly taking in a lot of information and she is smart. Yeah. And I think that come the jury phase, I think we're going to see a little more from her. But it's not an edit on the live feeds. I mean, she's no, almost right. Right. <laughs> right. So that's, and that's the big difference between her and you, yeah, Andy, yeah. is that uh, on the live feeds, you were everywhere. You were in every yeah. room and every mm -hmm. conversation. Oop, I oops, I left my oh, brush no. in here. Oh, yeah. no. What am I? What are you my guys talking about? Over there. Yeah. yeah. I watched the live feed all night the other day to talk to Terry and I, I saw Mimi twice. Sure. You know, mm -hmm. And I was, I was all over the camps and I saw I mean, it Yeah, like, I just, I know? think she hates mostly everyone and it's hard she for does. her to be around a lot of them, which <laughs> I get, <laughs> but yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah. What what was Stakegate? I see Stakegate uh, in the chat. Is that anything? I don't know. Okay. I don't know. Maybe that big of a deal. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but what would Mimi do if she did something? I mean, I don't know. Like, it's like she, I think she just needs to like make like come early jury, she could win an HOH and take out someone that nobody really cares about. You know what I'm saying? Or like, mm -hmm. just like show people that she's there and then just like, and make people happy, appease people. And it's just like, like I said, I think if she plays her cards, <laughs> she's, in a, she's in a good space where when sides start going after each other, she's just going to be kind of in the middle and I don't think she's going to be on anyone's radar for a while. Yeah. Andy just said, Mimi, you be me. Because he just, just gave his whole like second half I did. of the game away. I, did. I absolutely like, did. This is what you should do, you know. But but you're not wrong. She needs yeah. something because she's not insulated at all. She's right. at the bottom of this alliance. They they talk about her like she's expendable as well. Right. You know, for her to be a part of the Brown Sugar Babies, which was one of the first alliances they really solidified. She didn't do a good job of staying in their good graces. And then when Corey tried to get something going with her, he, she was going to be his original Jared. You know, she yeah. went to, he went to meet me, and she was just not feeling it, and so. She really doesn't have a lot of pieces to work with. She needs to figure out a way to mm -hmm. kind of get in that spot that you were in. Yeah. yeah. The chat is saying that uh, Matt ate Mimi's leftover steak. Oh, I also oh. feel like we haven't really talked about Matt either. I mean, what's to eh. say? 
Yeah. Cerise, <laughs> Cerise fourth born. Mm-hmm. He was mm-hmm. very disappointing this week. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah. We, we're going to tell uh, Matt that Andy's on the podcast tonight. And he's like, oh, Tate? No, Heron. Oh, not Andy. <laughs> Melissa, like I believe it was the stock one. Melissa was just like, you know what I can't do is quote anything from Andrew Tate. And I was just like, that is the correct way to Andrew Tate. Yeah, mm-hmm. like, same, same. I know nothing yeah. that man I don't know yeah. any a single quote of his, and that's yeah. the way it should be. Mm-hmm. I mean, the only thing I even know him from is uh Greta Thunberg like snapping back at him after he like came for her on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um Andy, is there anybody else from the cast that uh, you have any thoughts on that you haven't been able to talk about? I think, I mean, I I interjected my about Mimi and Matt. I think that we've covered pretty much everybody. I mean, I really actually like this cast a lot, except for Cameron, Red, Matt, Jared. Like, I pretty much like everybody else. Mm-hmm. Look, um, Jared at least is, like, bringing, like, intrigue to the show like uh yes, jared yeah. jared is like a major contributor to the drama in the yes. Rob, we get it. you I, hate I, bowie but, jane right let it go yeah but i just i can't get over the way that jared talks to and about the women it really bothers me um yeah i really can't stand it mm-hmm. like yeah, yeah jared is just just so infuriating to watch i yes. don't i don't have a fun time when i'm watching jared i just get really angry And I just, I feel like I don't like the whole, I think I would enjoy it a little more. I think if like he was acting the way he's acting and then in the diary room being like, what? I'm always right. I feel like, you know, like a fun, confident kind of thing. Instead, he's just like, it's just not, it's not a fun thing to watch him be like cocky and arrogant. It's like, he just actually is cocky and arrogant. But Melissa, in the same way that we both got to enjoy succession, like, isn't it fun in some way to see this, like, Nepo baby who thinks he's running the game and, like, killing it actually not be know. killing it? I guess if it was but, written but, but the thing for is TV he, and like, I knew it was fake. <laughs> but yes, that. And it's like, but he, like, he is going to do well. Like, that's the problem. It's like with Suri there, he's going to do well and it sucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, there is uh, a lot of upside to Jared when it comes to like a tie in this most recent season of Big Brother Canada, which is like the nuclear option, right, for a season where you're hoping and praying for somebody's downside, a downfall, and then they go on an immunity run and or you know win eight, nine vetoes in a row, right. and you just can't get rid of them, and then you have to vote for them because you couldn't get rid of them. And I think that's what a lot of people are starting to fear. If he gets far enough in the game, they might not be able to defuse him, no matter how bad he is at the game. Mm-hmm. Okay. We'll see. Those muffin hands uh, could come back to haunt him in some of these challenges, Chappelle. Hey, that's true. That's true. We'll see if that's, uh, you know, maybe they make some accommodation for him. <laughs> for his, his uh, you know. Yeah, I don't speakers. think I don't think that Big Brother is going to start making accommodations <laughs> for people that need them. Sorry. He's gonna yeah. Big Brother? Sorry. Not Big Brother. You know, I don't know. I don't think so. Yeah. yeah. Look, all I'm saying is that the wrong community run with it look, will have us acting just like a uh, they acted when Cam won that veto. Like, oh, yay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Congrats. All right. A- anything else BB25 tonight? All right. Let me tell you about what else is going on these days. Uh, the other day, Chappelle and I did one of our most experimental podcasts, maybe uh, before the one we're going to try this week. Uh, the, we watched a show called 
Choose Love. It's an interactive romantic comedy. Andy, you might like it. I've never even heard of it. It's on Netflix. It's basically a choose your own adventure on Netflix. And Chappelle and I took control of this woman's life and (laughs) and we chose chaos. We chose love, bro. Wait, do you you get to like choose what she does? Yes. Yes. Okay. She has a boyfriend. She has two other guys that she's meeting. And uh, Chappelle and I made all her decisions. And let's just say things worked out pretty well. Pretty, oh pretty well. <laughs> yeah, check that out on the most recent episode of Nothing But Netflix. Okay, and then every day, Chappelle and I watch an episode <laughs> of Suits, and then we recap it for you on the Suits Yourself podcast. You could hear it at SuitsPodcast.com or on post show recaps. Jump in whether you've binge Suits uh, now in the past. Check out our Facebook group at suitspodcast.com slash Facebook and come on the journey with us through all of the hottest show of the summer. Can I ask a question? Why is Suits so hot right now? This is like the third time I've heard about it today. So yeah, this is, you know, kind of a big meta conversation uh, that the uh, Suits just came on Netflix back Uh, in June and it was really in everybody's algorithm. So a lot of people checked it out when they saw it there. Also, I think that there is a little bit of some intrigue in the fact that it's really what uh, put Meghan Markle on the map. Okay. you know, there's about a hundred, what, thirty-four episodes, Chappelle. So people like to have a show that they could just uh, binge through it, and you hear about like, hey, I know two two cool guys that are podcasting it. I hear them talk about it. Let me check it out. Talking about it literally every day for oh, the rest okay. of our lives until it's gone. Yeah. And so yeah, check it out if you want to hear more of our suits takes. Uh, you know, go to suitspodcast.com and subscribe, or then follow at suitspod on Twitter. And Melissa, you're welcome to join us to fact check any <laughs> of the legalities <laughs> on suits. Legal expert, okay. yes. Nice. Thank you. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I'm All right. sure it's very accurate. Yes, <laughs> it's extremely <laughs> accurate. Right. Doesn't that happen sometimes, Melissa, whereas people pretend to be uh, go to law school? Yeah, yeah. And then everybody <laughs> is, it's all accurate, extremely accurate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's based <laughs> on a true story. Okay. All right. Uh, then check out what we've got going on over on Love is Blind after the altar. Uh, Asia and Mary just wrapped up another season of Love is Blind. Netflix is pumping out these uh, Love is Blind seasons. Uh, you could check out After the Altar uh, over in the Love at First Sight podcast feed uh, for After the Altar season four. Uh, earlier tonight, I was watching some feeds with Jacob Jones. Had a great conversation there as part of the feed bag. Don't shake your head, Chappelle. I shook my head. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yesterday, I uh, was on with Shannon Gus for the Surrecap, uh, talking about everything Suri is doing uh, every week with Shannon and her first Big Brother season. And then on Monday, uh, or actually uh, also on Tuesday, I covered the slop. Uh, with Brian Scally. So uh, lots of great stuff going on in our patron podcast feed. Taryn and I will be back for the Q&A this Friday. Also, patrons, I mentioned our live shows. Get discounts for all of our live events and much more. That's at robinsonwebsite.com slash patron. Make sure you subscribe to all of our podcast feeds. You can get them all for free at robhasawebsite.com slash subscribe. And then tomorrow morning, Taryn will be live once again for your eviction day live feed update. If anything changes overnight, you'll hear about it first when Taryn goes live at 11 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Pacific. Okay, Melissa, what's coming up for you? 
Uh, just this, just Big Brother. That's it for me. Okay. And uh, on all social media, I'm at Melissa with three A's. With three A's. Okay, Melissa, great to have you back here with us. Andy, anything interesting coming up for you? Uh, no, I'm going to miss. I feel like I actually miss most Thursday episodes because I usually go to a movie on Thursday nights. Tomorrow I'm what seeing The seeing? Nun. What are you seeing? I'm seeing The Nun too. Ooh, it was spooky. between. It was between that and my Big Fat Greek Wedding 3. Hopefully I chose right. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like I literally, when Sh- Sharon Tharp asked me to do her podcast and I was just like, I actually have to look at the movie release schedule because it's on Thursdays. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I-, I picked like a Thursday where nothing is coming out that I want to see. But yeah, that's what I'm doing tomorrow. So I'll watch the episode when I get home. Okay. Um, yeah. Nobody tweet Andy the results of the eviction tomorrow night until he gets done with the nun. Yeah, okay. no spoilers. No spoilers. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I make a point to not look at Twitter when I get out of a movie on Thursday, and then I usually just, like, rush home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Andy, pick a movie. A goofy movie or a Zodiac? Zodiac. But I mean, Oh, my God. Z- Zodiac is the best movie of the last 25 years. <laughs> um, a, a goofy, goofy movie is very good. A goofy movie is great, but I love them both. Yeah. Both very good. Yeah. Why did you pick those two together? Was that some kind of, like, uh, Barbenheimer? They were yeah, both. Rec- I just re- I recently posted about how I had watched both of them <laughs> recently, um, and they are both two of my favorites. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. Well, he right. made the wrong choice. He made the wrong choice. <laughs> well, no mistake. Andy, uh, it was so nice having you back here with oh us, uh, getting to talk some Big Brother with you. Also, uh, late earlier today, the Survivor 45 cast came out, and uh, Mike Bloom and I uh, told you everything we know about the Survivor 45 cast. Uh, Mike and I are going to get into listening through a bunch of Mike's uh, preseason interviews, and uh, the first of uh, those podcasts uh, should be dropping by the end of the week. So start getting ready. Survivor season is right around the corner. Chappelle, what else do you, do you have going on? Uh, you know, just this and uh, several other things. Uh, I am um, on post-show recaps talking about uh, The Walking Dead this week. The Walking Dead is back again. Yes, I know. Y'all are thinking, is that show still on? Not the original Walking Dead. This is not your mom's and dad's Walking Dead. This is The Walking Dead, Daryl Dixon. And so uh, check us out on the post-show recap for The Walking Dead, Daryl Dixon, me, uh, Jessica Lee, AJ Mass, and uh, Josh Wiggler. Uh, also on post show recaps, uh, on uh, I guess on the connect on post show recaps, Mari and I just did a preview podcast. It should be out very soon to talk about what we have coming up. Uh, we'll be talking about the Changeling on Apple TV and the other Black Girl on Hulu. Both of those will be coming to you very soon. Uh, and so uh, you know, subscribe to post show recaps wherever you get your podcast, or you can subscribe to the Connect on PSR uh, on Apple Podcast to keep up with that stuff over there. Uh, also on Rob has a podcast, Sasha Joseph and I are still talking about below deck down under. And so, uh, we normally record on Wednesdays at 3 PM Eastern, but we had to take a little break. And so we'll be recording tomorrow. Um, so you should have the most recent two episodes, um, you know, or Sasha and I talking about the most recent two episodes with our special guest, Phil T this week. Um, and yeah, I know. Right. Big get. And so, uh, from that, and then also, you know, obviously nothing but Netflix and Suits. I got a little stuff going on. But you can follow me on Twitter at Chappelle's underscore show to keep up with all of that. All right. Thank you all so much for joining us here tonight. We'll be back after the eviction on Thursday. I hope you can join us then. Take care, everybody. Have a good one. Bye. Bye.